and welcome back to For the Love of Movies podcast. I'm Khan Akil, your host, and I hope you've all been doing well. I apologize for the long delay between episodes. I did not meet my deadline before going on vacation, and I've been so busy since getting back, but I promise I will make up for that within the next couple of weeks. Anyways, today is just under two weeks from Halloween. I've been watching nothing but spooky movies and horror films, and I'm sure you've all been doing the same thing. But we're going to pump the horror brakes for just a short while before we go all into Halloween. This episode is going to be about one of my favorite movies from the 80s, and talking about it with me is a good friend of mine, Tim Toskas. Now, I've known Timmy for a long time, probably about 15, 16 years, and I've always enjoyed talking about movies with him. Now, I just wanted to give everyone a heads up that for this episode, we did not use notes. We were just having fun with it. We were just trying to roll with our memories, you know. We've both seen this movie so many times, we wanted to see if we could go beat by beat and just have a conversation. But before we begin, if you could all do me a huge favor and follow this podcast, set the alert so that you don't miss any episodes from us, and if you wouldn't mind, hop on over to Instagram and give our page a like. It would mean a lot. Thank you. That being said, let's start the show. On July 17, 1987, Dutch filmmaker Paul Verhoeven released this blockbuster upon audiences all around the U.S. An established director in his own right, this action-packed and at times comedic story was Verhoeven's first film with an American studio. During its initial conception, the idea was met with confusion amongst studio execs. When it opened that summer, those executives, critics, and moviegoers alike were blown away, and the film made its mark on 1980s pop culture. Let's talk about Robocop. What's up, everyone? I'm here with my friend Tim. Tim, how are you doing today? All right, man. Thanks for having me over, man. This is awesome. <laughs> Thanks for coming. I'm glad we can finally sit down and do this. So, Tim, what's yeah. new? Have you uh, seen any good movies lately? Any, uh, I've any... seen a bunch of stuff. Uh, man, um... What, what the hell did I watch the other day? I saw your I saw your post in your list on yeah, Facebook. Yeah, that's so. that's. Uh, I just started a new uh, dude. I got bad freaking memory here. <laughs> <laughs> did you watch anything uh, yesterday? Uh, yeah, I watched the movie doing cardio. What the hell did I watch? How did I forget what I watched? I'm getting old, man. Uh, me too. Yeah, it's I'm getting Alzheimer's uh, or something. I watched. Oh, I told you I watched that movie the yesterday, Keep? The Keep. Yeah, yeah. for Did the you first get the time. Three-hour version, or is it the, no, the hour? No, it was the minutes? hour and thirty-minute. The movie's weird. The ending yeah. is pretty cool, but it was a weird movie. Once you told me, and I typed it in on because I was sitting by the desktop yesterday, and I blew it up. I knew exactly. I haven't seen that movie in a while, so I'm gonna. When I go home later, I'm actually gonna go online and see if someone has, if it's leaked and there's a three-hour version. I'm gonna download. Yeah. FBI's gonna come like bust <laughs> me, man. We've got a volunteer. The body is on the way. Sure. Old Detroit has a cancer. <laughs> Cancer is crime. In a row. As you know, we've entered into a contract with the city to run local law enforcement. We were able to save the left arm. What? I thought we agreed on total body prosthesis and I lose the arm, okay? We get the best of both worlds. Onboard computer-assisted memory and a lifetime of on-the-street law enforcement programming. Hey, Lewis, it's Supercop. This guy is really good. He's not a guy, he's a machine. What are they going to do, replace us? Murphy, it's you. Go get him, boy. Thank you. You have the right to remain silent. You have the right to an attorney. Anything you say may be used against you. You better back up, pal! Your move, creep. The future of law enforcement. RoboCop. Thank you for your cooperation. Um, RoboCop, I think RoboCop was in our pop culture like as soon as this movie hit. And I remember RoboCop just being RoboCop. Uh, I think I got the toys before I even saw the movie. 
I don't know about you, dude. What I, was your first? I didn't get any toys. I saw the the uh, commercials on TV. You know, like the advertise. It's in theaters, but I didn't mm -hmm. see it till a year later. Like my my older cousin Peter, um, he had HBO, and his room he had like a whole VHS setup. Yeah, and he would record the movies once he. They were at a theater. They were on HBO, so whoever had HBO would. That's where get the movies them. would go. Yeah. Yeah, or whatever it was. I don't know if it was called pay-per-view back then in the '80s or whatever. But he would like just copy the whole movie, so I didn't see it till a year later, like like '88 or something. Okay. But I did remember seeing the toys. They had the Nintendo game, yes. which is pretty bad. It was. We rented it from Blockbuster back in the day and spent the whole weekend. I was like, shit, this is hard. Like, I didn't get too far on that, you know. Uh, but I didn't have any of the toys, so I guess you're lucky. Uh, I mean, when this movie came out, this came out July 17th, 87, I was still two months away from being born. <laughs> I, was, I was seven years old. Yeah. And I remember seeing the stuff, and my parents would never take me to the theater. You know? <laughs> so I think I got a, a RoboCop toy somehow. I got a RoboCop action figure, and that, that was my first experience. And then I remember the cartoon show. I saw the cartoon show. Oh, uh, yeah. Remember the, that? I watched the cartoon, too, but it, it, the, the cartoon was pretty weird. I don't know, man. <laughs> I think in the 80s, they just felt like every movie that came out had to have a, a cartoon, even if it wasn't like a kid's movie. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there was a, a RoboCop TV show. There was a, do you remember the Rambo cartoon? The Rambo cartoon, I remember. There was a Chuck Norris cartoon. Yep. Uh, there's a bunch of cartoons. It was a Mr. Crusaders. T. Toxic uh, Crusader instead of the Toxic Avenger it was yeah. Toxic Crusader. It's same thing, but it was, you know, they're not gonna put like adult material in that. Yeah. Crude stuff rated R or rated X maybe even like yeah. some of the stuff. It's so it's so harsh they wouldn't convert that into a cartoon. You know, they made it for kids. That's what they did. They did. They wanted to sell the toys. Yeah. Um, but I don't remember seeing RoboCop until years later, probably when I was like nine or ten. It was a video store rental. Yeah, yeah. Best, best uh, choice, man. Yep. Even getting it, like, like I said, I, I saw it a year later after it was after it was already out of the theaters, and that was a VHS tape. Always at my cousin's house, taking the VHS tapes and <laughs> copying. Like, yeah, and... no, I would borrow them and oh, take okay. them home. Uh, I didn't know how to copy stuff at that age, or maybe I didn't like pay attention. Yeah, you didn't think about it till later. My my parents didn't care. Me and my brother Nick were watching that shit. You know, we were like, whether it was Indiana Jones movies, whatever he had, Halloween, Halloween Two, The Thing, everything I grabbed from my cousin. Like my cousin was like 18 years senior. Uh, me. So of course he had everything, and he was copying stuff. I know it wasn't legal, but he would copy, and then he'd have all his VHS tapes and racks and stuff. As the and way they to were do labeled. It back then. Yeah, That's he had them all labeled, you know. So I would go through them. I was like, oh look, RoboCop, you know. So that's how I saw RoboCop. I didn't see it in theaters. Uh, do you know anything about the movie's inception? I know that a couple directors turned it down, and and, and Paul Verhoeven uh, uh, turned it down. He didn't even. I don't think he read the script. You know, his wife convinced him to to do it or something at that time. Yeah. So, Orion Pictures, uh, which was owned by MGM, uh, they wanted Verhoeven to do the to do the film. They sent him the script. He threw it in the trash. He of said course. it was garbage. And his wife, God bless her, picked up the script. And she said, you know, reread this. I don't, I don't think you're interpreting it correctly. So he did, and I guess then he finally saw something in it that made it worth making. I, I, did, uh, I did read that somewhere. 
uh, about his wife and and she kind of convinced him and made it like oh this is like kind of like religious like the guy trying to find his humanity or something yeah and then i think when she said that that made him start thinking about jesus yeah uh, verhoeven and, always had like a jesus obsession i i don't want to jump way too it's far, all right we already at, did but at the end of the movie <laughs> we'll get, yeah like robocop's walking down that water yeah yeah you know and he says oh that like Verhoeven made it look like he's walking on water, like Jesus walked yeah. on water, which is pretty hilarious. Thinking that he took it like that, like, dude, this is a pretty violent movie. It's completely, yeah, <laughs> completely like, uh, you know, uh, total opposite of anything religious. So actually, he threw away the script twice. Then his wife picked it out of the garbage, and said, "No, read this." Until he was finally convinced. So they had Verhoeven and they needed to get the film cast. And they weren't sure exactly who was going to be able to fill the role because they developed the suit first and they had issues fitting actors into the suit. The suit was kind of snug and I guess they went to Arnold Schwarzenegger and they realized he was going to be too big for the suit. Also, uh, Rucker Hauer. That would have been a strange one. Yeah, but he could have worked. He could have yeah. pulled it off, I think. Yeah, and God Mi rest his soul. Michael Ironside. <laughs> he's, uh... <laughs> he would have been a little weird doing that role. <laughs> he's always a bad guy. <laughs> yeah, just, um, he plays like a villain, mostly. <laughs> but Verhoeven liked Ironside and uh, cast him in Total, Total Recall, Recall, eventually. Yeah. Same thing with Arnie. Um, yeah. Arnold really liked Verhoeven's work. He so had that's Ronnie why Cox he... and Michael Ironside yep. in uh, Total Recall, yeah. two actors who used before. Um, they eventually ran into Peter Weller. Um, he just finished Buckaroo Banzai. Did you ever yeah, see that? The Adventures of Buckaroo Banzai, awesome movie. Yeah, it's a strange movie. Yeah, I just rock and roll, alien, everything. Uh, Sci-fi, surgeon, <laughs> medical He's drama. A doctor. He's weird. <laughs> But I just watched it for the first time recently, oh, actually. Yeah, I liked it. Yeah, it's, 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 a, it's, it was good. it's a cold classic. I, lo I love that movie. It's a fun movie. And you have uh, Nancy Allen as um, RoboCop's partner in this. Did a, per uh, a really good job. Perfect role, actually. Yeah. I didn't expect... Uh, well, I, that was the first time I saw Nancy Allen. But then later on, I saw another movie, The Philadelphia Experiment. And she's in that one. That predates RoboCop by, like six years that's maybe. about the bomb right or something there was an experiment uh, movie with uh, a ship with time travel thing and two guys get from the past got sent into the future oh shit okay yeah. it's it's a good movie it's i'll good check movie. that out they made but her the, i i that the, the first time i saw her was in robocop that's how I know her. It's her probably most renowned movie. I saw her in a comedy too, a Spielberg comedy. I, I just watched that actually. It's in my list that I posted. Uh, 1941 or whatever. Oh, she called. was in 1941? Yeah, she was in that comedy, yeah. She's in that. They actually sent her for police academy training for the role, and they made her cut her hair short so that people didn't see her as like glamorous and. Uh, she does a great job, I think. She looked just like, like a being badass. a badass. Yeah, like yeah, badass uh, actress. Uh, you know, badass woman, like police officer. Took no shit. You know. Yeah, I think she did a great job, and um, she was convincing. She was very convincing. Yeah. <laughs> Lewis, come here when you finish fucking around with your suspect. And then we have the bad guys, the villains of the movie. You got Ronnie Cox. Yeah, who plays Dick Jones. Dick Jones. He's he's the vice president. Yeah, he's v, uh, one of the um, VPs okay. of uh, the company. So there's this company in the movie called the um, Omni Consumer Products. Products Corporation, and they're a typical evil corporation. They want to take over. And they want to take over Detroit. Detroit and, like, set in the near future, where Detroit is basically about to fall apart on itself the society is all messed up uh the economy of the city is all messed up and you got the big company ocp says okay we're gonna, gonna come in we're gonna come in we'll up. clean it up we'll get rid of crime but they're buying the police department they and buy the police department so not only do they 
control the infrastructure in the city. They are also in charge of law enforcement. And uh, the guys you got working for this company, you have Dick Jones, uh, who's a VP for OCP. You have, or he's a senior president, OCP senior president, Dick Jones. You have the CEO of the company. We don't know his name. They just call him the, the man. old, the old yeah. man. Daniel O'Hurley. Yes, who is uh, Connell Cochran as, how, yeah, he's the yeah. bad guy in Halloween 3. Um, and then you have Miguel Ferrer. good old Miguel Ferrer as uh, Bob Morton. Bob Morton is a senior executive in the security concepts. Now, all these very actors convincing. in these movies are very, very convincing. Mm, great roles, acting. Man. It's, it's perfect not cast. wooden or anything. Like, I've seen a lot of new movies, and the, the, the characters and the acting is, like, really wooden. You don't, they don't, you know, you can't get, it doesn't look like it got under their skin on the actual characters, mm -hmm. you know. Yeah, the act, acting is great, and, um... But he, he was awesome, playing Bob Morton, he did, like, a, a fuck, it's a, it's the perfect role, you know. And I think my favorite character... Is the other main villain, Kurtwood uh, Smith? Yep, Kurtwood Smith, aka Red from that that '70s show, as yeah. Clarence Boddicker. Yep. Uh, who is a crime lord? Oh, he played working for Dick Jones. He played that part, man. I'm telling you, like he's an evil bastard. Yeah, it's like you would watch the movie and you'd think he's like that in real life, but he's not. He's a really nice guy. Yeah. Like, but he pulled it off. That's what I'm saying. These movies are fucking classic man yeah know. so we have the two sides we have the cops and we have ocp and and Boddicker, which we'll get to later are connected to ocp but how are we introduced to the story that's going on in detroit well, it starts off with the the fake commercial yeah well, we get we call them fake commercials yeah. there in the movie we get a narrative and exposition in the form of commercials and news and news basically set the tone of this place three dead police officers one critically injured police union leaders blame omni consumer products ocp the firm which recently entered into a contract with the city to fund and run the detroit metropolitan police department Dick Jones, Division President, OCP. Every policeman knows when he joins the force that there are certain inherent risks that come with the territory. Ask any cop, he'll tell you. If you can't stand the heat, you better stay out of the kitchen. Although seriously wounded, Officer Frank Fredrickson escaped and identified this man. Clarence Bodiker, unofficial crime boss of old Detroit, now sought in connection with the deaths of 31 police officers. Today he's at large, while doctors at Henry Ford Memorial Hospital fight to save the life of Officer Frank Fredrickson. Good luck, Frank. OCP's in control, but, you know, the cops aren't happy. Civilians aren't happy. They're not doing a good job. Um, so we see Alex Murphy walk into the police department on his first day at his new station he was transferred from i forget where he's coming from but he's at metro west so it's his first day there yep and um he meets a sergeant tells alex murphy to he says hey yo we uh you know we work we for a living here this precinct here and he sent him down to go get his uh get his stuff together yeah and uh uh, Nancy Allen is introduced, you know, when she's... Uh, she comes into the station with her suspects, suspect, yeah. yeah. And, like, he, and, uh, you know, Murphy's just sitting there like, what the hell is going on? Like, they're being the shit out of Yeah, so guy. that's where you first see her be kind well, of like Well, the guy punched back at her, at the yeah. other officer. He asked for it. Um, Murphy goes down to the locker room, speaks with the other guys down there, you know, realizes they're not really happy where they are. Cops are kind of pissed about OCP coming in. There's a lot of dead cops. They're not doing anything to back the cops. Yeah, like during that part too, uh, or kind of before when it was showing the news clip, that Officer Fredrickson survived. Yeah. He was in the hospital. Yes, so we learned during the um, the exp news exposition that a cop was shot in the head by gang member Clarence Boddicker, and he's on life support. They don't know what's going to happen. And when Alex so, goes down so to the locker room. So when he's in the locker room... Yeah, 
and, and there's uh, other officers talking about like, oh, like, fuck this, we should go on strike, you know, and they didn't see the sergeant come down there, you know, and, and he heard them and stuff. He didn't make it, you know, that Officer Fredrickson. So Murphy gets his locker. Yeah. He goes out with... Um, he goes out with uh, the, uh, Lewis. Lewis on patrol. He yeah. takes the keys from her and takes off. You and know, that's showing a scene, like, where uh, they're uh, having coffee out somewhere, waiting, you know, for any call to come in. And he's he's uh, flipping the gun around and stuff. Like that TJ laser Yeah, guy like a cowboy. Him. Yeah. Yeah. And so, so she asked, uh, oh, like, you know, what's that for? He's like, oh, my son gets a kick out of it, you know, because he watches some uh, TJ laser show. Or kind and of she that. remembers him doing that. That'll come That comes, comes in later, back later, yeah. yeah. While they're out on patrol, we're introduced to OCP at their headquarters, finally. We got Dick Jones setting up a presentation for uh, his contribution to the securities department, ED-209. Oh, yeah. Basically, Dick Jones believes that his project is the response to eliminating crime in Delta City so they can, well, crime in Detroit so they can build Delta City, rather. Right? Yeah, uh, that's what he thinks, you know. He's got other plans, as we yeah. find out down, down the road. And uh, he grabs one of the guys at the, at the board to pick up a gun. And, to do the demonstration. Yeah, to intimidate yeah. this robot and show off the robot's abilities. And <laughs> he pick, points the gun at the robot, the robot tells him to drop it, and he drops it. And, and the robot still telling them. Still telling them to drop it, and. Please put down your weapon. You have 20 seconds to comply. I think you'd better do what he says, Mr. Kenny. Everyone freaks out, and the scene is great. Basically, just shoots him like 50 times. Yeah, he turned him into Swiss cheese, Yep, man. basically. Like, and the man's like all pissed. Old like, man he is... Says, oh. You call this a glitch? And then uh, Bob Morton... Bob sweeps in. Yeah. And basically says, I got something, you know, a little better, you know. I, I can I can solve this problem. An old man gives him uh, like a day or so to get get his... Get his ideas together to present something, and this pisses Dick Jones off. Oh yeah, he got pissed yeah, off. He he's old school. Right there, because Morton is under him. He thinks Morton should have came to him first, and uh, Morton doesn't do that. So. Uh, so he gets a chance to, to prove his uh, RoboCop program, I guess. Yeah, he says it's the RoboCop program. Uh, meanwhile, while Alex and Lewis are out on patrol. They get a call for a robbery in progress, right? Or, uh, and it's Boddicker, the guy that killed the cop. And you have, in his gang, you've got Emil, uh, Leon Nash, Joe Cox, and Steve um, are in his gang. I forget all their names, but the, yeah, yeah, the only ones I really remember are Clarence and Emil and Leon. Yeah. And uh, they, they chase him. They catch up with them, they chase him. Uh, one of the guys gets shot. Uh, yeah, he gets shot, and uh, Clarence... He threw him out. Yeah, I guess he sees him as a weak link. Yeah, He was <laughs> pissed at him because when they ro did the robbery that we don't get to see on screen... Oh, he blew up the he money. He blew up the money, yeah. and there it's all burned, he burnt the it's money just up. as good as being marked. Yeah. You know, they make it back to the steel mill. They escape into the steel mill. Lewis and Murphy get there. And uh, they go in without backup. They split up. Murphy corners a couple of the guys. He gets Emil, shoots one of the guys, and then he's surrounded. Meanwhile, Lewis comes in from another way. She catches one of the guys off guard, yeah. but he's able to fake her out, and he gets her. He knocks her. He thinks he kills her because he knocks her down. Yeah. But Murphy is surrounded by those guys, and then Boddicker shows up. They're, they're testing them. And testing he's like, him, pushing you know, his buttons. Yeah. <laughs> you probably don't think I'm a very nice guy, <laughs> do you? Buddy, I think you're slime. <laughs> <laughs> 
See, I got this problem. Cops don't like me, so I don't like cops. Then Boddicker shoots his hand off. Yeah, that was grisly, man. When I saw that, I was like, yeah, oof. Yeah, yeah. that didn't make the R-rated cut. I don't know, man, nope. but... <laughs> you have a whole wrist and arm, like, yeah. gone. You can see the bones and nerves and tendons. It's pretty sick. It's hanging. awesome. Yeah, I, I like seeing it like that, you know? Yeah. That's how it's supposed to It's look. brutal. It's yeah. br and it makes you... It makes you feel really feel bad for him, and it makes you really hate these guys. Yeah. Um... Other, otherwise, you know, if it was just like they shot him once and he was dead, it's like okay, it sucks. He gets his revenge. No, they torture. But they they torture they him. They blow him. his hand off. They shoot him in the leg. They shoot him. They just like un and finally they just unleash on him. He's dead. And Boddicker does that last shot in the head. Yeah. Lewis finds him and he's on a stretcher and he's dying. He's fading in and out of consciousness. And the, then the next screens fades that in. we see are like. That's when you know something's going on. Because you here. see Bob Morton and the doctors. Yeah, you see like from a first-person perspective. Yeah. From from Murphy's eyes, well, RoboCop's eyes, but you don't get to see him like right away. You're just seeing all these clips where they're adjusting. Yeah, stuff. You, they yeah. time fades in and fades out. They're programming him, then they're turning him off, and then uh, they turn him on to celebrate New Year's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was funny. Yeah, one of the scientists yeah. like gives him a little kiss. You see the kiss on the monitor. Then you finally. Uh... Yeah, when they had him ready, they they pull off like the they had like a nylon like. Uh, they have a big yeah. They have a big presentation. Cover. Yeah. For OCP, and, and they, they take the cover off. They take the cover off. It's like a plastic or nylon cover, like a clear one, and they take that off, a transparent one, whatever you want to call it. And he gets up, he stands up, and uh, they uh, have him the, uh, do the uh, directives, you know. Prime directives. Yeah, the prime directives. What are the prime directives for RoboCop? The, uh, shoot, man, I should know this. Man. Uh, RoboCop's prime directives are, one, serve the public trust, two, protect the innocent, and three, uphold the law. There's and a fourth, a directive, fourth directive that is not accessible yep. at that moment. Yep, we learn it later yeah. on. Let's, uh, it comes back, and I think that's one of the things that I really like about this movie is that they they show you these things, and you're like, "What the hell is that?" And you wonder, and it comes back, it comes back later, later on in the on, movie to yeah. show. See, when I watched the the movie like the second or the third time, I caught that when I back in the days, you know, I didn't catch it the first time. Then I caught it the second viewing. Yeah, every time I watched. This movie, and just like any other movies, I always picked up something, something else that I, that I missed the first time or the second time or whatever. Yeah. So then RoboCop, they, they like show all they this stuff in there, right? stuff. It's showing, you know, Rita's uh, prime directives. One of the things that I thought was always funny is uh, how he eats. Like, how do they they fuel him? Oh, uh, yeah. Make, the baby they make the, food. The, yeah, and then the one guy says... Tastes like baby food. Knock yourself out. So they assign Robocop to Metro West, where Murphy was, and um, oh, that's when he and that's when he starts going out too. That's the yeah, first time he takes a he takes a car, goes out. People are looking at him too. All the officers are looking. It's like holy shit! What, like, is what the hell is this man? thing? Yeah. He's walking through there. Uh, I think probably the um, the crime fighting montage basically is one of my favorite parts of the movie. He goes out on the road. Uh, he responds to uh, a robbery at the convenience store. That was that was pretty hilarious. Yeah, man. guy comes in there. Robocop comes in. <laughs> Just throws this guy into the uh, into the ice chest basically, and then he says. Thank you for your cooperation. Good night. <laughs> like, I guess Detroit's going to pay for all that damage, yeah. too, you know, because he caused it. <laughs> he not only apprehended the guy, I don't know, even know what happened to him. He probably uh, got knocked, knocked out. out. He got knocked yeah. out. He probably had to get, get picked up. And then he interrupts the rape. This poor lady's about to get raped oh, that by two was... guys. And the one, the, the one guy grabs the lady, and he's holding her hostage, and Robocop just shoots him in the dick. Yep. 
Yeah, and that guy deserved it, man. <laughs> I'm telling you, like, the other guy, like, he dropped there. He's like, oh, I ain't going anywhere, you know. After what he saw, he did Somebody on Etsy is selling action figures of that no. guy. It's just a guy with a bloody crotch, no. and it says the guy <laughs> RoboCop shot in the dick. He's got, like, his own, like, action figure case and everything. And then they show him training at the range, at the precincts. And, uh... He's got the the biggest and loudest and fastest gun out of everybody there. Hear that shit, like. Hey, hey, it's super cop. That fucking gun. And then uh, Lewis is watching him, and oh, notice yeah, him she do. Peeks over. She peeks over and notices him do the uh, the, the TJ, TJ laser, laser thing and yeah. sees him put it into instead of a holster, his like leg opens up. He puts it into his leg. It's pretty sweet. Yeah, I, I love that, man. You know, I love that he has a contraption that stores his, like, gun in there. But she, she when she noticed that, she's like, hey, you know, that's kind of like, that's what Murphy was doing, you know? Yep, so she's starting to put two and two together. And um, they take Murphy for maintenance, or Robocop for maintenance. So during the maintenance, he starts yeah. to have weird, like, nightmare vision types. Is that things. what it was? He rips him, rips out the, the cables and everything, and he just, like, takes off. And as he's leaving, he runs into um, Lewis, and she starts to question him. And but she, she asked for, uh, like, what his name yeah, was. Yeah, she asked for the name, and he, he can't process that. So he leaves, and he goes out on patrol. And while he's on patrol, so he sees Emil robbing the gas station. Uh, he s stops Emil. Uh, Emil basically sets the place on fire. He takes off on his motorcycle. The gas station explodes. The Robocop is in, in there. He uh, still manages to shoot the, the motorcycle. He does shoot the motorcycle. But be before, before Emil jumped on that bike, he sees Robocop. And well, Robocop, Robocop says... Dead or alive, you are coming with me. And like Emil's like, what the fuck? I just heard. Yeah, that he's like, like we killed day, you, man. You know? We killed you. He recognizes him. Yeah. He thinks he killed him, so he freaks out, gets off on the bike, shoots the gas station, gas station explodes, but of course Robocop comes out of there. He's okay. Um I guess Robocop had time to process what Emil was saying. He went back to the when he went back to the the uh, station. He went to the database. Yeah, he goes to the da database and, he, and uses his data spike thing, which is really yep. cool. Another thing that comes in later in the movie. Yeah. To search the police database. Because he ran a meal and then... Uh, yeah, he scanned a meal's face. In so he's saw. got like his accomplices list and stuff. Yeah. And then he finds in because uh, Na uh, uh, Lewis called him Murphy when he was leaving. So he even got the... He put the Murphy. He put the Murphy and that the voices yeah, together. Yeah, because he saw who like Bodiger yeah. killed in his gang, and he did the Murphy thing and everything, and it all like started coming together for him. His, he was having a, actually that's a total recall right there. Exactly. He's yes, starting he's, to get a total recall. His memories coming back, even though he's not supposed to have. Yeah, it. he's able to recall these memories, um, and he starts to remember his former home. So he go he you know looks up murphy's address and goes to the home and of course no one's there no one's there but all right i gotta take a second and yeah. this always bothered me about the house and i think i told you this before the, the home is supposed to be for sale yeah. he walks in the robot realtor thing is there but the house looks like no, they, there's no setup in the house. Nobody came. Nobody cleaned the house at all. Yeah, how's this place for sale? Mug, like laying around. Yeah, their coffee stuff. mug is the world's greatest dad. Right, yeah. is on there. There's flowers. There's a flower vase with like. It looks yeah. like there was a murder in the house, and they just threw sheets on everything, and the house has been vacant. So I just never understood that. But yeah, he's looking around the house, um, or we we go from what he's seeing the empty house to visions of the house being full with his son and his wife and. We kind of get to see what Murphy's life was like before. He's having these flashbacks and like these little pockets of memories. Yeah. And um, he breaks the oh, stupid realtor pissed. computer. Yeah. And, and he got pissed, man. He realized, you know, who he was. Meanwhile, while he's experiencing those visions and he takes off, Joan, Dick Jones is back up in his office at 
OCP headquarters when Boddicker shows up to his office. So we realize that Boddicker works for Jones and Jones is pissed at Bob Morton, Miguel Ferrer's character, for this whole Robocop project thing. He sends Boddicker to kill Morton. And um, so earlier, Morton and Jones have confrontation in the bathroom. Yeah, he's he's taking a piss and uh, the other two guys with him and uh, they didn't know, like, I guess uh, they didn't know that he was in, like, you know, the toilet. In the stall. In the stall, you know. So Morton comes in, he starts to talk shit about him. And everyone's running out. They know they like, know oh, he's shit. in the urinal, so they yeah. leave. And they have a confrontation. I remember when I was a young executive for this company. I used to call the old man funny names. Iron Butt. Boner. Once I even called him... Asshole. But there was always respect. I always knew where the line was drawn. And you just stepped over it, buddy boy. Well, he was pissed at him, yeah. Then... You knew right then, right there, that Dick Jones was going to do something bad. Yeah. You know, and of course... we, we Boddicker comes in to his office. We see that Boddicker and, yep. uh, and Dick Jones have some sort of criminal partnership there and he has him go uh, he, he has him go kill Bob Morton. Yeah so Boddicker shows up at Morton's house. Well, Morton is there with two prostitutes and then Boddicker just shows up. Bitches leave! And he plays a little video for Dick Jones and he he shoots Morton in the leg right? Yeah he shoots Morton in the leg right away and then he plays the, the video. Leg and stuff. He uh, and then he takes off and drops the grenade. He left a grenade, the grenade yep. over there with the timer so he couldn't even get to it because he shot him in... Uh, did he shoot him in both legs or just one leg? I think it was just one leg. Yeah. And uh, leaves a grenade and blows up the house with with Morton in it. That's how he, uh, he erased the mistake. He said he had to kill Bob Morton because he made a mistake and now he had to erase the mistake too. So he got rid of Bob Morton because Bob Morton went over him. Meanwhile, a Robocop's out looking for Boddicker. Uh, Robocop eats the shit out of Boddicker, brings him in, and... Um, Didn't he grab all of them? Yeah, he did. He, he went to the club and grabbed uh, Leon from the club. He, he, went, he went after all of he them. He went after for, all of them. They're, all, they they're all, all at the nightclub. And then, uh, is it the last... They get away. Boddicker, he gets Boddicker. Boddicker doesn't gets, get away. Okay. I, thought, I thought he got them. I thought he got, like, uh, the other guys or some of them. But Boddicker, yeah, they're in that lab. They're, like, the, the Italian mobster guy they went over. They mm -hmm. tell them they were trying to uh, threaten them with a cut or whatever or something. Yeah. And that's where Robocop, like... Beats him up, and then... I think he got the info from Leon at the club, because he grabbed the guy from his nuts, man. Oh, that's right. Yeah, and Leon told yeah, him where yeah, he was. Yeah, he told him where that's he was. Right, so yeah. he goes to the, goes to the, night the club. Italian uh, mobsters have like some kind of warehouse yeah. where they're, do, uh, they're producing cocaine or whatever else they're doing over there. Yeah, and he interrupts the whole operation yeah. and uh, Boddicker's there. Boddicker's there. That's why he went over there. So he, like, he basically shot the shit out of like a ton of guys yeah. in there, man. And he beats up Boddicker and Boddicker uh, begs him to like spare him and uh, he just blurts out that you know he's working for jones yeah he confessed and that was all being recorded by robocop so Bodic he brings bodiker in and uh locks him up and he gets uh i guess he makes just give me my fucking jones phone call gets him out and now they have to erase the mistake that bob morton he says made which is robocop yeah so now he's He's getting him and his posse out, whoever else Robocop busted. And he provides them with these, like, high-tech weapons that they also make for the military. So now, now it's... Uh, so the gang's ready to take down Robocop. But Robocop is on his way to Jones. Yeah. And he try he gets up to the tower and tries to arrest Jones. But... He gets disabled. He gets disabled for, from the directive, Prime Directive 4, which is 
a failsafe measure that Dick Jones put in there, uh, unbeknownst to Morton. And uh, he can't do anything against an OCP executive. That's yeah. the prime directive number four. So Robocop can't can't arrest yeah. him, can't shoot him, can't do anything. Um, and he has he, that 209. Yeah, he releases the robot. Too. The robot comes up, and uh, they start the battle. Also downstairs, police. Oh, they're are all gathering. ordered to shoot. A, they're all uh, ordered um, to shoot Robocop because yeah. OCP is, you know, now Robocop is being set up yeah. basically by OCP. So he's got to fight Ed 209 and the police department. He's not hurting the cops. Yeah. He knows they're just, he following, knows they're the just following the job. And they, you know, they didn't even really want to do it. Some of the guys didn't want to do it. They didn't even know. He just lied and said he's uh, he's gone crazy and he's attacking me, you know, yeah, whatever. He, he barely gets out of the building. Lewis shows up with the cop car. He gets in and they they go back to the, the, the steel escape. mill. Yeah. And Lewis helps him repair himself, and they they connect, and there's some some great. You, you get know, to see him remove his helmet, yeah. the mask part. This, this is a great part of the movie yeah. too. We get to see a little. We're so. And he wanted to, to see himself. Yeah. So she handed him like a, a, a mirror, a mirror, some kind of steel, like a polished. He or sees the reflection. Steel yeah. Reflection. But we don't. We only got to see Alex Murphy for a little bit until he's killed, and then RoboCop. We don't see his face. We only see his mouth. He there's not a lot of dialogue, yeah. so we get to we don't really get to see him talk too much. But we get to kind of see what's going on in his head when he realizes what he's become. Oh, when he's yeah, and then you know, like right, uh, we get that moment when they're at the steel mill with Nancy. Yep. So he's fixing. He's getting fixed up. I and, called her Nancy. It's Lewis. Yeah, in uh, Nancy yeah. Lewis. Na- Nancy <laughs> Allen plays yeah. Lewis. Yeah, Lewis. <laughs> I, j- I have the the. I always. I Lewis is her last guess. name. Oh, I yeah. forget what her first yeah. name is, but you know, cops Officer cops Lewis. don't use yeah. first names. I, I'm telling you this as a former Officer cop. Lewis, we don't. Yeah. I, I didn't know anybody's Officer first name. Everyone was that last name. The same time, the cops are finally going on strike. They're tired of the shit. Detroit is going crazy. There's riots. Dick Jones is a. Dick, uh, he's enjoying that. He's enjoying he's this. All for that shit. Yeah, uh, you know, at this point, he's given, he's gotten Boddicker out. He's given his gang uh, military a, grade weapons and a GPS and the GPS tracker. tracker that's track, right like, to track Robocop. Cop. So they they're tracking Robocop and Lewis to the steel mill now. And you know, we have the the finale of the the, the movie. Um. There's this awesome shootout at the steel mill, and you know he takes care of all the, the gang members. Uh, he, he gets rid of the mill, and it's really awesome. Oh, that was and like that was classic. That was really man. cool. The way like the mill like goes, it's fucking yeah, hilarious. Yeah, I'm not gonna spoil it for you yeah. guys, um, but it's pretty awesome, and it's probably the most gruesome part of the movie. Uh, amazing special effects. He looks like a effects. Mongoloid. That's yeah. all I gotta say. He looks um, like a. <laughs> The guy who did the special effects for this movie, Rob Routine, yeah. is the guy who did the thing. You can tell that's yeah. that looks similar to the those special effects. He studied under uh, Rick Baker. He did the thing. Um, he worked on the. He did a lot of stuff for John Carpenter. He worked on the Fog. He was also. He he also acted as Charles Blake, the pirate ghost in the Fog, uh, because he knew like the. the that I didn't know. That's yeah. that's a first. That's him. <laughs> And he did the werewolf on the Howling. Oh, really? Yeah, because he worked for Rick Baker at the time. And um, Rick Baker was working on the Howling, and then John Landis called him up to do American Werewolf in London. And he was like, oh shit, I gotta do that. And he let Rob take over to finish uh, working, doing the effects on the Howling. But that effect he did, though, in Robocop with the meal, that was awesome. Yeah, that looked real. Too. <laughs> it looked really it looked real. Like, it was well, great. That's that. Ah, so that's what would happen. It's like something out of a horror movie, know. almost. Yeah, I don't want to say yeah. what happens. Like I, I understand. But, yeah, so fun. he takes out the and gang. He's not really dead a hundred percent. No, yet, yeah. But I'm not going to spoil yeah, yeah. that either. How the way he dies, um, you know. But Lewis gets hurt a what um in during the whole the whole thing. She gets hurt. And then RoboCop starts fighting with Boddicker, but he gets stuck under a steel mill. Um, was and then, it Leon that was operating the crane? That yeah, Leon like, has the crane that dropped the steel the the steel on him. And then Lewis takes care of 
she shoots him yeah. <laughs> off of there when he's like celebrating. She gets the the gun, one of the, one the, of the uh, the military grade guns, yeah. and he's celebrating, and she just like shoots it, and the whole thing blows. Up. The thing's like a gun slash grenade launcher. Yeah, it was like something. a grenade launcher gun, basically. Yeah. Robocop is able to get into it with Boddicker. He's deflecting and him. He's deflecting yeah. him, and then Ro- Robocop says, fuck it. And he ta- he that spike that he used for the data base takes it out and just stabs him right in the jugular. Yeah. Oof. That's awesome. He deserved <laughs> so it, cool. though, man, for a scumbag criminal yeah. like that. It, it, that was... I, I had hoped that's yeah. what was going to happen, and I'm glad it did. He didn't have anything else with it. He's covered yeah. in the steel. He got stabbed. From Bodiger and he's and he's like hitting him with that that metal like rod or whatever you know. So, Bodiger and his gang are done. They're just laying there too. They're laying there and and I guess like uh, Lewis says something. He goes, "They'll fix you," you know, because he's a robot too right now. You know, he's a, a cyborg. Yeah, or, yeah, he'll. Yeah, you would call him a cyborg because he's got part. Basically, and uh, so they. They survived the firefight at the steel mill, and Robocop finally confronts Dick Jones at the uh, OCP tower while they're having a board meeting. Again, he's using the, the, the spike, the data spike, and he's putting in the, the evidence there. Yep. Everyone's seeing the Everyone confession. Everyone sees the confession that he got from Boddicker. Jones freaks out. Then they take the, the man. Yeah, he freaks out and takes man. the old man hostage. Yeah. He couldn't do anything because of the Directive 4. Yeah, so the old man fires Dick and... Dick, you're fired! Thank you. this but the, the, the fall yeah compared yeah. compared to the one of the best effects in the movie which is a meal he had one of the worst effects in the movie with the fall with the with dick jones falling and if you if you guys have seen nightmare on elm street the um the scene where you see freddie walking down the alleyway and his like arms stretch out <laughs> dick jones looks like a stretched out freddie cougar puppet as he's falling down <laughs> It's stop motion animation. Yeah, I. The eighty two oh nine stop motion when you is awesome. Watch it, that looks creepy yeah. and realistic because it's like robotic, and you see all these movements. Yeah. The way I, anytime yeah. you do a stop motion person, even it's Robocop be hard. himself. Like I saw the remake, the Robocop mm-hmm. remake, like some years ago. I think uh, two thousand fourteen. Because I when I was yeah. when I saw it, I saw it. The Fort guy's Benning. like speed is like he's like no problem. I'm. Just, I'm covered in armor and he's like he's walking and running like like anyone else yeah and it, it didn't you know but seeing it like you know seeing it like in the old movie like robocop he's moving slow because he's heavy weighs it's robotic yeah and You're balancing he looks you know like he, he looks, looks apart and sounds and talks like a robot yeah. And Peter Weller, his movements, like his head's move really, his head moves really quick, um, almost like a bird. Yeah. You know, they're just that super yeah. fast movement. He's so that looks more realistic of what would happen if mm-hmm. someone got killed and they took parts of his body and his brain and face and put them on to, and connected it with a yeah. robot and, and computer. And the Ed Two Hundred Nine, even with the stop motion, that looks creepy and realistic too. Like, that's a 100% ro- robot right there. Yeah. You know? There, you can't replace... Even if you did CGI, yeah, you can do some stuff that you can't do with stop motion. But I know it's hard, painstaking work to do frame by frame. Very hard, yeah. But it looks... It, it looks unique, man. It does. It, and you, you don't... Uh, they don't use it anymore, so you kind of yeah. miss it. And it makes you feel... <laughs> Uh, nostalgic when you, you see it now. Yeah. A lot of movies up until the you know 90s, they relied on stop motion for a lot of their visual effects. And the thing with Dick Jones at the end of what we're talking about, I think they had a screen or something too. Like they used a, a, a screen behind them mm-hmm. for the depth. But yeah, like you said, that was one of the, the bad uh, effects. 
you I'll take it though. But out, I, I out, of all the, out of all the effects in I the movie, I take it too. It's, it's only like a few seconds. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's a seconds. few seconds. So it looks. Cool. I'll take it. Let him fall to his death. You know. Yeah. I didn't like. Who's gonna sit there and watch his shit till he lands all the way on the bottom? <laughs> you, you get the point. Yeah. You don't need to see that in detail. Yeah, it was. Know. It was cool. I thought it was. Uh, I was happy to see that at the end. Like Dick, you're fired. Yeah. And Thank you. You know. Yes, yeah, so, and then you know the movie ends with um, the old man thanking RoboCop and asks asks him what his name is, and RoboCop turns around. And he says Murphy, so yeah. he's starting to accept the fact that he used to be Alex Murphy, and that's that's the first movie. That's RoboCop. Yeah, the the second movie, and now it's reversing. Yes, yeah, so you we, know it's reversing. So now he's got to like not accept that he's Murphy and he gotta go back to RoboCop and yeah, yeah I, the, I, the first movie did uh, really well I um, love the first movie as my favorite out of the three that were made yeah uh, I'm not a big fan of the remake I, I watched it and I didn't want to watch it again it was an, you knew it was gonna get remade eventually though um, it got great reviews when it came out. Film goers loved it. Critics loved it. Um, even women critics, uh, who usually were vocal against portrayal of women in movies, especially like those action movies, they couldn't say anything because Officer Lewis, because Lewis was is so like badass. One of the heroes yeah, too. she's a co-star too in it. You know, um, you know, there's there's a bunch of stuff that. This isn't just a guy movie. This is a movie for, for men and women yeah. to watch. This is, involves it, everyone. It's a know. lot smarter than you it's think not a it is at movie. first. You think yeah. it's just... I mean, the title... People is, think, oh, it's some stupid sci-fi like movie. You, know? you got to remember that RoboCop wasn't a thing when RoboCop came out. So RoboCop was not a thing. You never heard of RoboCop before. You didn't know what it was. If somebody were to tell you, I'm making this movie called RoboCop... Sounds ridiculous. Yeah. So when the, when this movie was coming out, everybody assumed it was going to be a stupid, you know, ridiculous, over the top. I mean, it is over now, the top. Now that you're saying way. this, like yeah. I remember when I was going to the to, to school, yeah, you know, and uh, or hanging out with the kids in the neighborhood, it's like, oh, like ah, I saw RoboCop because oh, that's like a Terminator ripoff. I go, <laughs> no, absolutely not. Yeah. It's completely different. That's what. It, yeah, exactly. From uh, 1984 Terminator. And every, this is a RoboCop. It's a it's it's a totally different thing. It's not a ripoff. Everyone thought that, it was me and be. like other neighborhood kids, we'd get into arguments about that. And I go, no, man, that those are totally two different movies. It's not ripping that off at all. At all. It's it's all its own thing, you know. And uh, I think it's unique uh, it amongst the action, big action movies of the '80s, because okay, it's like a sci-fi robot action, but you also—it's also a superhero movie. Um, it's a those those fake uh, well, we, what we call the fake commercials in there. Yeah, too. you have the a commercials. A lot of stuff in there, in there is like was making fun. It's of, a satire. Yeah, it's a satire. <laughs> I'd buy that for a dollar. <laughs> Uh, and 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 even today when you watch it, it's a satire of what's going on today too, and and everything even like Detroit. Detroit went from being like one of the greatest uh, U U.S. cities yeah. to a complete shithole with everything being dilapidated, yeah. factories, automobile industries moving. There's out. also a RoboCop statue in Detroit. Yeah. Did you know that? Well, why don't you tell me about that, man? Uh, I just well, well, <laughs> I don't know too much about it either. <laughs> Have you? Been? I have not been to Detroit. Yeah. Uh, my wife has been there for work trips, and I always She's tell her, I always no, I always say, if you see the RoboCop statue, please take a picture of it. Yeah, that's interesting. I would uh, totally go there just to get a picture with the RoboCop statue. I know um, some of those places are still around, I think. Uh, the, the Well, I don't think they filmed uh, the stuff in Detroit. but they It's at the up. Michigan Science Center, I think. The statue? Yeah. I thought they would have it's had an 11 it outdoors. It's an 11 like... foot bronze statue of Robocop. Wow. Yeah. That's uh, That looks pretty crazy. <laughs> but the, the movie did really well. Critics loved it. Audience loved it. It was a 13.7 um, million budget and made 53.4 million at the box office. Yeah. Plus, I guess you can, uh, you know, probably even more than that later on. 
VHS yeah. rentals, VHS like tape, uh, people bought the tapes then, laser discs, you know. Yeah, I was gonna say, that's just a theatrical run. Yeah. Um, it was released on VHS in 88. Um, do you remember how expensive VHS yeah, tapes were? Yeah, like I said, I, I saw it because I borrowed a, a VHS tape from my cousin. He would copy, he would get the blank VHS tapes and just copy the movies. Yeah, it, it was $90 on VHS when it yeah, first came out. Yeah, they were expensive, man. They weren't, but, stuff was not cheap at but all. But they raked in $24 million alone in VHS sales um, and Laserdisc. And then you have DVD and Blu-ray and you have people like myself yeah, and I you. Bought, I bought buy the Blu-rays every... in recent years too because yeah. I wanted to own it like restored and remastered on yeah. you know, 1080p or 4K. So right now the version that I recommend is the 4K Blu-ray release by Arrow, Arrow Studios, uh, which came out two years ago. It, it, I think it might be out of print right now. Uh, there's, there should be some copies floating around, though. That's the copy I have. The transfer is amazing. Um, there's a lot of bonus features. Uh, I'm, if I can find it, I will put a link uh, to the movie in the show notes. Highly recommend you get that version because uh, there are multiple uh, formats of the blue. I don't have that version. I have like the three, uh, the trilogy. Oh, the three pack? Yeah, yeah. and it's a 2K, uh, remastered in 2K. So you got the 4K. Yeah. But you have some additional stuff that I don't. Yeah, and it came with this really cool steelbook case. <laughs> yeah, mine's not a steelbook. Yeah, case. I'm a I'm a col- I'm a, a nerd. I'm a collector. Yeah, it made it made a lot of money. And it was an awesome movie. Of course, man. of course, there had to be a sequel, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, they they did the sequel, but they toned the violence down. There's more co- comedic stuff in there that was the problem yeah uh because they, they, because of the success of robocop they made the toys and the cartoon show and so now this is a product for kids yeah so they had to tone down a lot of the violence for the second movie um it gets kind of stupid in parts uh believe it or not it gets more over the top uh i do like tom noonan as the bad guy in robocop yeah. 2 kane yeah i think he's pretty cool um, but the whole th- he pulled the he pulled the role off. But there's a whole drug plot in. I it still I still like that when I was a kid, but I watch it now. Uh, it, I can see the flaws now. Yeah. When I watched it as a kid, I didn't you know, I didn't see that many of the flaws. Like even when I saw the third one, which is uh, what's his name that was uh, he, he played in Thinner, the actor who played. Oh, the uh, yeah. I I didn't even know it wasn't. Uh, the Peter Weller, till later on, you know. Yeah. When when I uh, grew up a little older and then got into more details and stuff. But as a kid, I didn't really notice these things. But as you grow up, you notice them. It was Robert John Burke. Yeah. Robert yeah. John Burke. Awesome yeah, he he wears too. the fat suit and thinner, right? Yeah, he wears a fat suit and yeah. thinner. He's in fled. He's like the the FBI or CIA guy that's corrupt or whatever. Great actor too. I liked him. I like. So the second movie is definitely worth watching. Yeah. It's fun. It's not smart like RoboCop is. It's not is, as but good as fun. the first one, but it's fun. Yeah. I mean, the, the you know, the, they're fun, but personally, I'm not telling people not to go view them. View them all, man. Yeah, watch them all. Decide for yourself. Just don't expect yeah. the same level yeah. of filmmaking as as you're gonna get from the first one. The third movie. Well, so the Rob- the Robocop yeah, has Rip Torn too. God rest his soul. Yeah. He was in that. And uh, uh, what's what's her name? The little girl that was the the tech uh, savvy. Oh yeah, I forget her name. I uh, forget the the girl's name. I forget the act. Second one came out in 1990, and then the third one came out in 1993. That's even more watered down too. Yeah, and more over the top, and it's a little lower budget too. And I think it's PG-13 was... too, so it's complete. The violence is completely toned down, very much geared towards kids. Uh, the director Fred Decker, who did Night of the Creeps and Monster Squad and Cliffhanger, and the movie was not what he had envisioned. He kind of got taken over by the studio. So that's he says that's Peter why Peter Weller didn't even want to do it. No, it's why he didn't come back for the third one. I think he was filming Screamers. Uh, he went to do Screamers. That's a, or, that's a good movie. Yeah, that's an awesome movie. I never, saw the, I never saw the sequel. I didn't know about a sequel, yeah. but 
I don't think he would have been in the sequel, but... And there was a remake in 2014. Really? Yeah. No, 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 not of uh, not of Screamers, Robocop. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. the remake. Uh, I watched that, like I said, the, the guy's running around, he's talking, chilling, like like he's not even a robot. He's yeah, just stuff on him, you know. It just... He's running super fast, he's like jumping and doing all kinds there, of crazy There were shit. a couple cool scenes in that movie, like when uh, Robocop fought Freddy Krueger. Uh, uh, you, you have to watch that. So yeah. I'm not going to explain that. You guys watch that, and you'll see what I'm talking about. He fights yeah. Freddy Krueger in the I, sequence. I that was it. really cool. I, I just watched it, and then I just didn't... Uh, you know, personally, I didn't feel like the need to watch it again. You know, Yeah, I, I don't think I've seen it since I saw it in theaters either. It, it, it's not that... To me, it it's just unnecessary. that made me... Like, Total Recall, like the remake I watched, I was like, I watched it, I gave it a chance, but it didn't give me the uh, the replay value. It's like, these old ones that we're talking about right now, the original RoboCop or Total Recall or, or whatever else, the replay value, like, you go back to those. It's high. I think they should have, you know, people need to get more creative and start making something new and original it wasn't a cash grab it wasn't they didn't have the name nobody knew who robocop was uh they just really thought they were going to make this everyone's convincing in it yeah like as an actor they're selling their part they're selling that character's part like right down to like the bone you know it's they nailed it you know even like people in the background you see like they're doing their parts yeah you know, it all yeah. came together. You got a good cast, um, good director, good writer. Um, the, the visual effects, Phil Tibbetts and uh, Rob Boutine are amazing. Um, the matte paintings in the in the film, uh, you don't see matte paintings yeah. like that anymore. The music by Basil Poderos. Some, some of the uh, elevator scene that was matte paintings in the yeah. back. Yeah, I and saw you, it in the special it's, features. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, What'd you think about the 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 commercials, like the sucks six thousand or whatever it was called? Big is back, because bigger is better. 6,000 SUX, an American tradition. Oh, we didn't even talk, t- talk about the, the guy that was holding the mayor hostage or some shit. Oh, yeah. They got tossed up. The... Yeah, he was asking for a SUX 6,000, too. Yeah, there's a sequence in With the movie. With a blow-punk, like, radi- car radio in it, too. Yeah. Like, the guy says, yeah, we'll throw a blow-punk in there, too, you know? Yeah, Robocop... Uh, <laughs> interrupts another hostage situation and takes yeah, out the guy and one of his uh, demands is the sux 9000 and that's great that, that's just yeah the one cop that's talking through a loudspeaker says yeah man we'll even throw you in a blow punk you know the blow punk to were popular cassette head units too that would throw in the cars I, I remember those man i love the music in he this movie too yeah um yeah the composer for this movie, Basil Polderos, is the guy who did he the, did the uh, music for the, the, Conan. He did Conan, and, and he did, uh, uh, what's the other, uh, he did a bunch of other movies, too. Uh, uh, he did uh, Hunt for Red October. Um, I, I think he did one of the Free Willy movies. <laughs> I think he did, and I think he had, uh, I think he also did music for Blade Runner. I'm not sure. No, uh, Blade, I, Blade Runner, Blade Runner, Runner was, uh, was uh, Vangelis. Yeah, but I yeah. think, I felt like he did, like, uh... uh Starship Troopers, he yeah. did... Red Dawn, uh, a couple of other action films in the 90s, and Breakdown, Kurt Russell, good film. Oh, yeah, Breakdown. Mm-hmm. That was great, man. No Man's Land, Charlie Sheen, um, Under Siege 2. <laughs> uh, that one, uh, I'm not uh, going to watch yeah, that. Don't tell me. No, no, I won't let you watch that. <laughs> I'll watch the it. first Under Siege. Don't let me, uh, don't get me started with, uh, with Steven Seagal, man. No. And what's, what's next for, for the Robocop? franchise have you heard anything no uh i don't uh know what's going on uh i know that uh, peter weller still looks the same he's doing impersonations he i think did... you can hire him really to do pri- private private like, video oh my God. you know like how uh, guys you you've heard it here i'm hiring peter weller for my 40th birthday to show up as robocop you should I don't know if he'll show up, but he might do a video and send it to you. Oh my god! And tell you like happy birthday, Con. You know, he did. The you know, like how how Joyce got you. Uh, uh, what's Ernie it? Hudson? Ernie yeah. Hudson to do the Ghostbuster thing. 
So I think he's doing that now too. I'm Did, not sure. Have what. you seen him do the uh, uh, KFC commercial in the RoboCop outfit? No, I don't. I I think I saw that a long time ago. I'm yeah. not sure. I think I saw. I I remember something. It's actually Peter Weller in the RoboCop outfit. It's actually him in there. That's got to be an old commercial, I think. A couple years old, I'm sure. Yeah. Not too old though. No, no, that I didn't see. No, no. I gotta I show you that after this. Um, I heard that they're gonna do a, a legitimate sequel with Peter Weller as RoboCop again. He can do it. Yeah. He's, I saw how he looks like, all right? He's pretty old right now, but he's still, like, he's not unrecognizable, you know? Yeah. You can tell it's him. They Just can make like it you work. you can look at Schwarzenegger or Stallone and you know it's them. Yeah. You know, you can tell it's him too, you know? And the last I heard, they're developing a new video game. Um, is it based off, like, Yeah, it's original? like, it's, uh, it's, it is RoboCop. I think it's called Stories of Delta City or something, so... It's gonna take place in the original Maybe RoboCop he's doing universe. Some for it. Maybe I know there was a comic book series. Maybe they're gonna take some uh, stories from the comic book and put it together. Who knows? Maybe they'll do kind of what they did with Ghostbusters and make it an unofficial movie um, game. Game. Well, they did. They did that with the Warriors game that came out. Oh, for PS2, that was yeah. great. That was a great game. Yeah, and it was like a kind of like a prequel leading to the event of the movie, and then throughout. Yeah. And there was voiceovers on that too from some of the original cast, I guess. We're definitely gonna have to do a Warriors episode, and you're gonna have to come for that one because I know yeah, it's one of my favorite that, movies. Yeah, I love that movie, man. And uh, on all classic, um, what rewatchability for this movie is very high. Oh yeah. If you haven't seen it, go watch it now. Um, the first one, the second one, the third one, the remake. There's a TV show. I think you can watch it on Prime right now called Prime Directives. It was a um, a very short-lived TV show. Um, it was a different actor. Different actor. Yeah, don't expect the same quality of writing and production, but it's still fun, so you can watch those. And uh, thanks, Tim. Thanks for coming and uh, talking about yeah, RoboCop. Thank you. Dude. Finally like, got to do this. Yeah, this is uh, took us a while, but we got it. Man. Stay out of trouble.